Hey, I was having dinner last night with my entrepreneur friends and we were having dinner and this most fascinating conversation, we started talking about what actually unites success stories. Like why are some people and some businesses tend to just make it? When you look at them, they just seems like they just got everything figured out, everything flowing, they're growing every year, their businesses are growing and prospering. And why others, on the other hand, seems to struggle? They seem to hit this roadblock on their road. They hit they, they hit this income ceiling and barriers in the business. And sometimes they overcome them, but sometimes they don't and they have to get out of the business. And obviously with my experience as a business mentor for so many years and running multiple companies, managing big organizations and buying and selling 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars. And as a result of that, having to open leads to so many businesses to see what's working. Uh, obviously, the uh, spotlight was on me um, from kind of for my views and insights, and I wanted to share the key beliefs and the key things that really unites successful entrepreneurs. And those beliefs that I'm going to be sharing with you today also is actually interestingly enough, are the same beliefs that my most successful clients share. They all have them in common. So. And my intention for you, as you're aware of that, is just to really recognize that what is it that you have or what is it that perhaps you need to work on and realize that actually a lot of your success will just depend on what you believe in because our beliefs always dictate our actions and our actions will always dictate the results that we get in our life and in business. So let's get into it. So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and opened the leads to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrity status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. So I'm going to share those beliefs, but then by no means in an order of priorities. Um, you know, they're not, re they don't necessarily, you have to have, this is the most important, the one that I'm sharing first. They all are critically important. So number one is successful entrepreneurs, they really focus on skills acquisitions. I think sometimes people think that, you know, 
people have to have certain, you know, unique abilities or talents and they just really need to be good at sales. Just They're just born a natural speaker, a public speaker, and they're just, it's so natural to them. I can tell you from my experience, when I first started speaking, um, I remember having speak in front of a large audience for the first time and I, it was, it was disastrous. To, I mean, it was so bad. I don't even have words to describe it. Um, and, you know, in reality is I got better. I'm still not perfect. I actually don't want to be perfect. There's something really beautiful that I love when I hear speakers who are really just true to themselves. They make mistakes. They be natural. They don't worry about what other people think and they more care about their truth and being their authentic selves. That's what I enjoy listening to. And this is kind of really my truth. But first time I was speaking on stage, honestly, I can tell you guys, it was disastrous. I was so I was rehearsing, I was preparing, but I was so obsessed what people would think of me, how whether they can think I was looking looking good, was I sounding smart, was the information, would they be impressed? I was so obsessed about myself, my ego, how I looked, how I sounded, was I impressive enough or not, that I really didn't care about the audience. I didn't care about the audience. I didn't... You know, my focus 99% was on me. At that stage, I didn't realize that actually it doesn't matter how I look or how I sound. As long as I am able to provide those transformational insights that my audience needed to hear now. Which is now when I go on stage now, this is all I deeply care about. Yes, sometimes I get nervous, of course, but then I remind myself and I tell that to all my clients and all my students before they go on any important meeting or presentation or webinar or challenge where they have to deliver a big event, group event, or before they start teaching that it is never about you or them. It really is about your audience. Can you be as present as you can be for your audience to make sure that you deliver the best insights that will help them right now, that will transform their life, that will help them move the needle in their business? Can you be present? Can you focus on them? Can you forget about yourself for a minute and really serve them to your highest ability? And really, when I did uh, created that transformation and that shift, my speaking has drastically improved. And somehow I was less rehearsed, but the impact was so much bigger, where actually it was more about the audience and the audience was valuing it. But what I'm trying to say with this example is that speaking is a skill. Like running is a skill, you know, even if people who are born with an amazing talents, like Hussein Bolt, he still has to train. He has to train, he has to get better, he has to acquire new skills. Uh, A lot of people think, well, I'm just not good at selling, right? How many times have we heard that? I'm just not very good at selling. Well, reality is selling, and I don't don't believe in sales sale. I believe in persuasive communication. What I teach inside the program, what I believe in is about communicating your truth, your values, and the you know the, using the system and methodology of subconscious communication that you really explain people powerfully what you do, why it's valuable, why it's worth their time, their money, their commitment, and what can they expect and why you, why they should be buying from you. It's all about subconscious, strategic, intentional communication, but that is a skill. That is a skill. It's a skill acquisition. So successful entrepreneurs, they're obsessed 
about acquiring new skills. And sometimes it also starts with being brutally honest with themselves and knowing well, where am I right now? Um, I remember doing this business review and I had to do a business audit and my mentor was like challenging me so much, get, get more honest, get more honest, get more honest. I remember feeling like, especially during the business audit, I was like, I'm, I'm really resenting this. Uh, I'm really resenting it because I don't want to admit things maybe not as good as I want them to be yet. And I think yet is a really powerful phrase here, yet. So when you look at your business right now, take the rose-colored glasses off. Get honest with where you are in your business. How much money are you making right now? What's not working? Get honest with yourself. Because the reality is, as long as we're wearing rose-colored glasses, we think, well, it's not an issue. We don't recognize something to be a problem. And when we don't see it as an issue or problem, we don't do what? Tell me. We don't try to solve it. And therefore, we don't see progress. It's like, you know, if you have difficulty in your marriage or in your relationship, and there was times where you just cover it up and think it will go away, but as it doesn't, and it's only in the moment where you decide, wow, I'm going to make this work now. I'm going to put effort. I'm going to put intention. I'm going to put strategy. I'm going to do something about it where things change. And it certainly comes from my experience is that when you really become intentional, maybe seek therapy, maybe seek advice, maybe seek coaching, but you're only going to do that when you know it needs fixing. You're no longer going to tolerate that level of discontent. You know, my favorite quote that uh, one of my big, big friends, uh, good, really good friends and mentors, very first mentors of mine told me, he said, Elena, how much more pain do you need to endure in order to make a decision you know need to make? Have you endured enough pain or do you need more? Wow. I mean, that statement, that phrase still kind of rocks me to this day. It truly is. When we don't accept our problems, we don't, we don't accept our skill gaps. And when we continue living with them effectively, what we're actually saying, we're actually saying, well, it's not as bad. It's not bad enough yet for me to take a different action. It's not bad enough yet for me to try to solve it. And therefore, effectively, we're inviting more pain. We're asking for more pain to come in before we are ready to take a decision or take an action that we know deep inside that we need to make. You know, there's a, you have a really ter- terrible friend that's absolutely creating this negative vibe for you and affects your mental health because every time you chat to this girlfriend or your boyfriend and they just really pull you down, lack of con- or you feel demotivated, stressed after every single conversation with them but we don't break that relationship we think we think it's gonna get better it's only at the point where it's no longer acceptable we're no longer able to tolerate it we call it a day and we did something different so get honest with yourself and also identify where do you have skill gaps and this is what unsuccessful entrepreneurs do they identify get honest with themselves where they have skill gaps what needs solving and they go on a relentless hunt to solve their skill gaps they're constantly looking for new skill acquisition is the name of this game you want to become a better speaker skill acquisition you want to become a better marketer skill acquisition you want to become a better coach 
experience and skill acquisition. Skill acquisition is the name of the game. And when you obsess on that, when you care about that more than anything else, when you attach your confidence and your level of self-worth to how much better you are getting every single day, this is how you become unstoppable right? Because it doesn't matter where you are right now. Actually, I was having this conversation with my son, my nine-year-old son, and this is what we're talking about. Like, it doesn't matter where you are today. It doesn't matter where you are today. You're just in a point A, and it's all about becoming better every single day, in every single element of your life, in your relationships, in your health, in your wealth, in your business, just getting better every single day. From where you were yesterday, ultimately, you're running your own race. Ultimately, your biggest competition always is just you yesterday. That's all you're running against. That all is your competition. Skill acquisition. Where do you have gaps? And how can you plug those gaps in the most efficient, effective way possible? Number two is successful entrepreneurs take radical responsibility for their life. And that is, um, you know, you hear this term a lot and it is somewhat overused and sometimes people just lose sense of what it actually means. You know, radical responsibility for me means that you are the driver of your car. You're truly sitting at the driving seat and you decide where you're going to go next, which turn to take. And complaining is the worst habit that we can have, is when we say, well, it's not my fault, it's my teacher's fault, that the fact that I didn't study enough and I got a bad grade. Well, you know, I don't make enough money because my boss hasn't promoted me enough, yeah? Or I didn't make enough money in my business because, you know, social media, it's that, 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 it's other people, or my clients don't pay me enough, or, you know, my coach hasn't, you know, whatever that is, we put in blame on other people complaining what that actually does is we're getting ourselves out of a driving seat of the car and sitting in the passenger in a passive state of our life we're the passenger someone else is in control i don't want to be a passenger in my life i want to sit in the driver's seat and knowing that it's i'm calling the shots i'm taking action if something didn't work it's my responsibility it's not even my team's responsibility i'm always responsible as a ceo I'm always responsible for actions of my team. If they haven't performed or haven't done something right, that is my responsibility because I haven't trained them. I haven't showed my way. My leadership wasn't, you know, didn't give them the sense of confidence, sense of empowerment to really move up. And and the beautiful thing about it is that, you know, you can change it because you're the driver. You are the driver. Therefore, if you're not enjoying the road you're on, If you're not enjoying what's happening in your life right now, if you're not enjoying what's happening in your business right now, guess what? Stop. (laughs) Take a pause. Get out of the car. Have lunch. Have coffee. Get back in and take a different turn. Do something different. That's the power of radical responsibility. Number three is really successful entrepreneurs, they're constantly in action. This is the thing that, uh, you know, you hear me talk all the time about is that great ideas, great decisions don't come, they don't come from place of limbo. They don't come from a place of procrastination. Just think about for yourself, when you're procrastinating and you're just like stuck, you are sitting at the crossroads, not doing anything, not moving, 
no good ideas come from it. The only thing that comes from it is guilt and if you not feeling good about yourself. So the key is to be always in action. Act now and don't delay things. You will have an idea, do it, try it, test it, move it. You want to invest in someone, do it, invest, take a leap, go forward. Because the beautiful thing, and you know, I was thinking about the other day is that my biggest regrets in life never come from making a decision. Like everything I have done in my life, and maybe it is the same for you, always like I never regret a decision what I do regret is not making a decision fast enough I remember in my 20s I was suffering from severe anxiety uh, daily panic attacks but it took me a year think about it. it took me a year to ask for help I hired my first life coach a year after I've experienced the symptoms because I was like well you know it's not as bad it will maybe go away by itself or maybe the problem will just disappear. Of course, it never did. And it never does, right? The only thing it did is just I wasted a year of my life. And, you know, three sessions with a life coach and my panic attacks were gone. And, you know, those are big lessons. But those are the things is when we don't make a decision, when we think problem will disappear, it will go away. You know, this horrible friend that is horrible to you every time, they will just get better one day. No, they will not. Making a decision that you know the is right. I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect or correct. The most beautiful thing is just make a decision. If it's not a right one, you you pivot, you take a turn. Even if you're not on the right road, then you, how do you know you're not on the right road? You have to be driving. You have to be in action to pivot, to change. And the truth is ideas, uh, progress, wealth, always come to people that are constantly in action. It's like there is a little phrase in the Bible that speaks to that, that says actually God helps people that are in movement, that are in a pursuit. You have to be in pursuit. And that means taking action. Even when it doesn't make sense, just being in movement and not delaying things. I see so many people just waiting. You know, they're in a waiting. They're waiting a year. You know, I was speaking to another a lady and she just waited a year, didn't invest, didn't invest in skills. Therefore, she lost a year of her life waiting, seeing, observing other people create successful businesses while she's still waiting, sitting on the sidelines, watching Instagram stories of other people celebrating their great life. And she's just waiting. So the question is, how long is she prepared to wait? How long? Um... And that's the key thing. The successful entrepreneurs are in action all the time. They don't delay things. And they also take big, scary action daily. You know, they do seek things that are uncomfortable. They get comfort from being uncomfortable. They get used to being uncomfortable. Like, it's you're not going to be feel comfortable going live on social media. You're not going to feel comfortable going uh, speaking in front of stages. Yes, one day when you've practiced long enough and it's just like one of those things you do, but it's still you feel nervous. You know, I'm sure the biggest speakers, Mel Robbins, feels slightly nervous before her speech. But the only thing that you're nervous, and this is why, you know, speaking is such a powerful thing, is the only reason why you're nervous is because you, you might not be fully confident in your message. Which, as I see with my clients all the time, they say, well, I'm afraid of public speaking. No, you're not afraid of public speaking. You don't have your message nailed. Because when you know what to say, there is no lack of confidence. The only 
problem, the only reason people are afraid of speaking public because they don't know what to say. They don't have a message, a powerful speech, a talk that's in engaging, that's insightful, that's powerful in converting. When you have that, then it becomes easy. But taking deep, scary actions, maybe for you it's going to the gym first time in a while. Maybe it's, uh, you know, asking someone out that you've been afraid to ask. Maybe it's saying someone the, your truth, what you really mean, and not sugarcoating it and being direct and loving at the same time. What is that version of your scary action looks like? Because that will find that will show you the edge, right? You hear people talk about this edge, but what this edge is is that cliff of scary action. This is where the edge is, where the growth, where your development really is sitting. It's not sitting for us to sit in a comfort zone, in the comfort of our couch. This is no, that's not growth. That's stagnation. You on so, but and this is what entrepreneurs, successful entrepreneurs do. They get used to being uncomfortable. They recognize, oh wow, I'm uncomfortable. Wow, that means I'm growing. Wow, that means I'm getting better. Wow, that that's exciting. So turn the nervousness into the excitement because it means you're growing. You're getting better. You're on a on a break of a big things. And also the key thing is, of course, surrounding yourself. And this is what successful entrepreneurs do. They surround themselves with people that are also in pursuit of exciting goals. That also on a mission. That also in movement. That also take actions. They constantly surround themselves. And hey, you don't have to have this perfect. I have women coming to me all the time, but I don't have this environment. My family, my friends do not support me. They don't get it. Why am I so driven about my business? And I know exactly what it feels like. I know exactly when it feels like when you're the only one most motivated. You're like, why, why, why do you need it? You've got everything perfect. Why do you need more? You know, people ask you, well, you, don't you feel ungrateful for what you already have? So, you know, the key thing is you are as a visionary, as a CEO, as an entrepreneur, will see things. You will have a vision of a future that others can't see. One of your key purposes and almost gifts in life is that you are putting this vision into the world. You are creating this vision. And one of the things is when you have this vision and it's not yet reality, that sense of urgency, the sense of drive that you have to make it real. That is your purpose, your dharma, your alignment. You've been given this, you know, spiritual task to fulfill. And unless, and this is hence the drive where it comes from, because you've been given this assignment. But others haven't. That's not their assignment. It's your assignment. Hence, you have those feelings. Have You have this drive and power and purpose and motivation. And staying true to that assignment and putting that into life, creating that, making real in this kind of, in this 3D world so that other people can touch and be part of that. That is the power. That's what you're here to do. So don't seek approval from other people because they don't have the vision that you have. But surround yourself in the environment of people who get it, who also have their version of a task, their version of a purpose, 
and you can share the journey together which is why i love mentorship i love leading groups like one of my i love my powerhouse ceo group because this is truly where that happens you're surrounded with people who are also visionaries who are also on a mission doing great things and when you find the environment you finally feel home <laughs> you know this feeling where you're like in a group of people and you're like wow i'm not the only one who's crazy like that you find your home, find your home, your emotional, spiritual business home, whatever that's right going to be for you. You will know when it's right. There's going to be a sense of joy, sense of attraction, sense of like, Oh, I want to be part of that. Feel it, grab it, lean towards it, lean towards it fully. Because that's another thing, you know, successful entrepreneurs, especially really successful, they also understand their, they trust their judgments. And here's where this is going to, this is going to work, whatever is the right language for you. But you will hear people, I just, I just know in my gut, it's the right thing to do. People will say, name this, I just know my intuition, my inner voice, my inner wisdom tells me this is the right thing to do. So it's really listening to yourself, right? Listening to yourself and knowing what's right. Or mean, and that also means getting quiet and focusing on you and your internal world and your purpose and your wisdom and then moving towards that. Successful entrepreneurs also know that their work, their business is a place of sacred transformation, especially if you're a coach especially if you're an expert, if you, especially if you're a consultant, service provider, really your business is a place of sacred transformation. This is where dreams come true. Like you're a dream maker, someone who wants to have a loving relationship. You make that loving relationship come true. If someone has a dream of wealth and, you know, they want to create this powerful business, you are helping that to come true you're helping their goal their purpose to become a reality that is a place of sacred transformation therefore in order to enter that place of sacred transformation people need to be ready for it they need to be committed they need to be committed they need to be serious about it not going to be dabbling or be like well you know um, I might show up to one thing, but I will not show up to the last thing. You know, they need to be committed, serious, taking action. They need to be doing your work, doing what they ask them to do. And this is how people get results. So it's a place of sacred transformation. And people need to pay price with commitment, with their time, with their focus, their dedication and money. It is important because when people pay, they pay attention. Or people don't pay, they don't pay attention. It's critical. You know, how many times I have given a free service to one of my clients alongside, or not my clients, my friends, alongside my paying clients, and my friends didn't get the result because they didn't take the advice seriously. And for example, there was one example where they, I was advising two people in the competing niche and the other one took their market share because the other one didn't take the advice and I said I told you so you didn't you didn't take the advice because you didn't pay so don't make this mistake you probably already experienced it when you have people who are like freebie seekers they want free stuff they're like sucking for information but they will never be successful you know I have clients to say well again frustrating because I'm on this discovery calls with people who are looking for free service, who are not ready to commit, and they're just pumping for advice. Well, 
reality is they're not going to be successful because no successful business is based on a free advice. No successful business based on a free a freebie, a downloaded freebie. You know, people think, you know, why is there more books written how to become a millionaire than millionaires themselves? Because it doesn't take a book. It takes coaching. It takes investment. It takes commitment. That's what it's about. And when people are committed, they're serious about their business, there's no need to invest. Risk and reward. You have to take some level of risk in order to get huge rewards. It's like the economics 101 of equity investment. Same for your business. Same for your skills. Same for everything that you do. And of course, the, another thing that so many successful um, entrepreneurs do is that they make decisions from future goals, not from current lack. And let me explain what that means is they will take decisions that if, you know, from a place of where they want to get to. And how the best way to describe it is, I remember hearing this relationship, a dating advice, and this woman was talking about, well, you say to me, and there was like a coach, like on, you know, online, uh, online kind of on air coaching session. And this coach was saying, well, you're saying to me, you want to have a husband, you want to have a boyfriend, a partner in your life. But actually, when I look and come into your house, there is no place for a man or husband in your life. There is no space in a closet. There is no space in a, in a place. There is no space. You haven't created. There is no place to enter. Like You're not ready to accept a husband. And it was interesting. This lady was saying, yeah, absolutely. I'm not, I haven't created that space. And that's why they say, if you want to have a baby, you need to prepare a nursery even before you uh, or be ready or have a place where you can put a nursery at least. Create a space in your life for this thing or this manifestation or this goal to come up. Be ready for it ahead of time. And that is really, really important. Also taps into this identity. You know, if you want to become, achieve something that powerful CEOs have, you need to start acting and really doing, taking action that the powerful CEOs will take. You need to create space in your life to do it. So successful entrepreneurs, they understand that. They understand that if they want to have, you know, if they are running a $10 million business right now, but they want to run, their goal is to run a $100 million business next year. What they do first thing is they say, right, what is it that the $10 million entrepreneur CEO would do? What kind of life, what kind of things they need to have available? What kind of decisions are they going to be making in order to create that? This is how they start thinking about and they make the decisions from future goals, from what what would that business needs to, what is a business going to require from me today as a decision in order to create it. And they take those actions from future goals, not from a place of current lack. Because if they were to say, well, I currently don't make you know, only make 10 million, like the gap is so, you know, I'm not ready. I'm just going to wait till I make more money before investing or do structural changes to my business or investing in mastermind or investing in mentorship, investing in coaching. It's the same as that kind of thinking is the same as imagine you have a plant or a seed lip in a small, tiny plot. 
And you're saying, well, I'm just going to wait till this seed turns into a big tree before I put it in a bigger pot. And we both know it doesn't work like that. In order for the seed and it turn into a seed leaf and then a seed leaf to turn into a big tree, we need to do what first? We need to plant it in a bigger pot. So there's more place for the roots to grow. There is more place for water to absorb. There's more place for earth. You need the space for the tree roots to grow so the, tr- so the seed lip can turn into a tree. If you're going to keep seed lid in a small tiny pot, it will never become a tree because there is no place to grow. So the same thing for your business. Are you putting your seed lip into a bigger pot or are you constraining it with a current lack? That is a really huge thing and that is actually the key to why you see businesses doing huge jump leaps in a matter of months rather than years because this is the way they think of their business. This is the way they think about the business. Hopefully this is helpful. Let me know if you have any questions. Send me a DM on Instagram at Bossy Hills Club. Any other questions you want me to cover. And also share this episode with someone you love, you treasure, you value. That matters a lot. Because it will also, it will show them that, wow, you want them to benefit from this. It will motivate us to put more valuable content for you to help you grow. And of course, rate and review this podcast. That matters and is so valuable. Speak to you soon. One of the problems so many outstanding experts face is what I call an invisible expert trap. This is where you post three to four times a week and 70% of your content is incredible information. And this information itself can change people's lives. But no one seems to care. No one's asking to buy from you every day. And the truth is you're not quite sure where your next client is coming from. And business feels really unstable. You don't have consistent sales or consistent cash flow in your business. And you can't predict how much money you're going to make in the next month or the next quarter. This is what I see so many outstanding coaches, experts, service providers face. Even though their results are incredible, they have client testimonials. People tell them all the time, I'm not sure why you're not fully booked. If that sounds like you, I have something very special for you. I am running an incredibly powerful masterclass where I will show you how to avoid this trap, how to create consistent sales in your business, and how to turn your business into cash generating machine. All you need to do is send me an email on contact at bossyheels.com or send me a DM on Instagram on Bossy Heels Club and I will send you an invite.